T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, so yesterday the former, you know, the governor made his speech, $50.5 billion two-year budget. Largest income tax cut in state history. The income tax came in in 1991, so it's about 32 years old. Uh, Governor Ned Lamont joining us here on Brian and Company on this Thursday morning. Good morning, Governor. How are you? Hey, Brian. Good morning. Listen to that very detailed weather forecast. Oh. Let me summarize. <laughs> that is uh, dry air over Connecticut and a lot of hot air over the state capitol. <laughs> and a lot of hot air over the airways at 1080 WTIC. <laughs> Uh, that's funny. Well, we won't even talk about your take on traffic, so we won't get get into that. Don't go there. Uh, no, we won't go there. Just, you know, before we get into some of the, the details, for you, the, our audience who may not have listened to the speech or and not know a lot of details, what, what are, you know, some of the biggest takeaways or the most important things to you in this budget? Look at where we were five, ten years ago, Brian. Remember permanent fiscal crisis? Uh, seem to be lurching from crisis to crisis. We've had four, soon to be five, balanced budgets in a row. And uh, being fiscally cautious means we can have the biggest tax cut in history, really focused on, uh, you know, essential workers and uh, the middle class up to about $180,000 a year in income. And I think it makes a difference. I hope it changes people's perception why they want to be here in Connecticut or move to Connecticut. You know, when we talk about the tax cuts, and then a 3.5% increase in spending, about 1.8%, according to what I read, in the second year. What, what is your confidence about what would or could happen if this country does dip into recession? That's why we have a rainy day fund, and we're probably going to try and strengthen that rainy day fund. Because, Brian, um, our costs are sort of fixed. You know, a lot of that's pension and debt and, uh, you know, labor of salaries. But our revenues are very volatile. So obviously, if you have a recession, you'll see a lot of your income go down. But we've got a 15, maybe going up to 18% reserve. So if we hit that recession, we don't have to raise taxes. We don't have to cut aid aid to towns and cities. You know, I think nutrition, we're talking with Governor Ned Lamont here on Brian and Company. Nutrition for our kids is hugely important. And I'm 100% in favor of, you know, well, if kids need food at school, they should have food at school. But there was a lot of, I think, subsidies from the federal government. Now the municipalities want the state to cover something like school lunches. You know, is there a concern that a lot of programs that were either bolstered, you know, by the federal government through the pandemic, that now they're, they're going to look to the state government to fund these in perpetuity? Yeah, Brian, that's going to be... <clears throat> 
the discussion or the tension, you know, over the next uh, two years. I mean, the feds say we gave the states a lot of emergency relief to help them through uh, the COVID emergency. A lot of the advocates are going to say, hey, look, we had a lot of federal money last year. What are we going to do this year? And, uh, you know, my balance on that has been said, look, we're going to continue the programs that are vital and that really work. Uh, but a lot of this was uh, emergency money that's not going to be able to go on forever. You know, when it comes to the, you know, there's, I don't know what the exact number is that has not been spent. I think it might be earmarked for education. Is, is there a little underinvestment in the budget in education because there's so much money left to be spent? I turn that around. I mean, we still have um, well over $700 million that the um, superintendents across the state have to invest over the next two years in education. That's the last of the federal money. Um, in addition to that, you know, we've increased funding, um, you know, under the so-called ECS formula. But i got to work with the legislature. What happens at the end of year two as the rest of that federal money goes? How many of those programs do continue? How many have more emergency? You know, do you think you'll get more? We were talking to Vince Candelora, and, you know, he, he sort of made it sound like you'll get more pushback from Democrats on this budget than Republicans. Do you do you view it that way? Uh, we'll see. I mean, let's face it. The Democrats would probably like me to spend more. The Republicans would like me to cut taxes more. And I'm somewhere, you know, in the middle there with the biggest tax cut. But uh, as I tell, you know, my progressive friends, we've had the biggest investment in daycare and child care you know, in history, the biggest investment in workforce, biggest investment in mental health. So it's not like we're um, shortchanging basic needs. You know, I, I had two questions beyond the budget that, that interest me. One is a random question about real estate. And I'm just curious about your opinion. This is no policy question, but, you know, with basically, I don't know, inventories in houses for sale down like 75%, does something like that concern you about, you know, if you make the state attractive to come to in other ways, if they can't find a place to live, isn't that kind of a problem? Yeah, you're exactly right. Um, yeah, we've gone from 18,000 houses on the market to 3,000 right now, something like that. Um, so you want to know why more young people aren't moving into the state of Connecticut, can't find a place to live. I can have all the workforce and jobs in the world, but if there's no place for people to live, um, it's not going to work. So we're putting in place a $200 million uh, investment in worker housing to make sure that, you know, uh, young families and singles have a place they can live, often in downtown areas, affordable, maybe a studio or one bedroom type of things to help you get started. You know, I don't want to put you on the spot, but like when you say something like that, like what does that money actually go toward? Is there a program that they can apply for help? Like what does that money actually go to? It'd be competitive grants, and um, we'd say uh, developers um, come to um, the state, show us your best ideas. Uh, we'd like 80-20, say, market um, affordable. Um, these are some of our priorities in and around transit-oriented development. Um, let's hit the ground running. I want to have um, you know 6,000 new units built, an additional 6,000 over the next couple of years. We're talking with Governor Ned Lamont here and Brian and Company. We're grateful for the time. Of course, after yesterday's speech, the other thing is, you know, I, I just was fascinated by your reelection and then you flip the calendar and you come up very aggressively with some gun proposals. And I'm just interested in general, 
why you chose now. I'm wondering if this is something you want to be, you know, obviously we have Sandy Hook in the back of our minds all the time here in Connecticut, but is this something about the, like, you're, are you thinking about your the legacy that when you're no longer governor that you want to, what impression you want to leave here on the state of Connecticut? It, it felt to me like a little legacy building coming out so aggressively, having your identity attached to these proposals. Brian, I'm a young guy. I'm not focused on legacy building. Well, I mean, uh, you're, I you're, 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 you're in your second term as governor. I don't know if you'll run for third <laughs> or not. So, I mean, I think it, you came out with, what, three or four proposals here. Yeah. I'll tell you, um, I don't think you're serious about law and order uh, unless you're serious about gun safety. And uh, we've done everything from add to our state police, trying to get the um, worst repeat offenders behind bars dealing with those ghost guns on the street and people that uh, ostentatiously carry them in public, uh, trying to calm things down so you can't go and buy 100 guns at one time. You can only buy a certain number. Um, All the things we can do to prevent mass shootings, but really, more importantly, those day-to-day shootings on the streets of our cities, which are just just devastating. Yeah, and the, you know, some of the criticisms are some of these things don't directly relate to it, but I mean, how do you respond to that criticism? Uh, that they basically, some people, the Republicans have said that you know some of these proposals don't affect the day-to-day shootings in Hartford or Bridgeport or New Haven. Um, I don't know. Talk to the cops um, now. If you see somebody walking around um, a city ostentatiously carrying a, a weapon, um, we have the right to um, you know check in. See if it's an automatic weapon. See whether it's, and by the way, it's illegal. You know, if I can get our rules passed. Uh, cops like it because it's enforceable. Um, you know, it doesn't discriminate based upon who you are, what you look like. You're carrying a weapon that's illegal in a very public place. We're talking with Governor Ned Lamont. Last, last question back to the budget. In terms of the process, we have the public hearings, and then, you know, who knows when this will all get taken care of all the way up to early June. In terms of your involvement and your staff, like when you make this proposal, there's the hearings, you know, what involvement from your office moving forward is, of course, the budget won't be identical to what you proposed. Why not? It's pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) But no, you're right. Uh, Here's what happens. Um, All the um, the committee leaders, um, Republicans and Democrats, will have their hearings. Our commissioners will come in and make the case for our budget, why they think that's important in early childhood, why they think this is key for education. There'll be a back and forth, and uh, legislators will have their own point of view. And then appropriations will say, this is how much uh, money we appropriate. And the finance committee says, this is how we, um, we pay for it. And then they, uh, you know, we sit around and say, all right, this more or less tracks. i got to make sure it's a balanced budget. I just right. don't want any of the same fiscal games that got us into trouble going back 10 years ago. All right, Governor, we appreciate the time. As always, have a wonderful day, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Brian. All right, Governor Ned Lamont joining us here. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.